Hello, everyone, and welcome to a plant-based cheese episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. So, like I said, we have some plant-based cheese, but I think it's more cashew-based. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're all cashew-based from the Spreadham Kitchen Company. So, thanks to Spreadham Kitchen, they sent us a whole bunch of cheeses and delicious. We're trying them. Yeah, we tried them. But yeah, let's uh, let's get into this. Well, Lena did her research as usual. Spreadham Kitchen Company was started by. Melissa Mills as a side hustle, you know, weekend farmer's market, had a nine to five job um, in Vancouver. She makes sustainable, wholesome treats, gives to charity, zero waste um, facility. And often, well, not everything is fermented, but made out of fresh cashew milk. So the cashews are from smaller firms in Vietnam. They use coconut oil from family firms, BC produce. They really think about their ingredients as opposed to just okay so picking something up <laughs> some, I, don't I, I don't know if you did the research on this but you said cashew but it, you said it's cashew milk that the cheese is made out of yeah okay because i was just wondering if it was like ground up cashews and i'm glad you did the research on that and i didn't have to i think yeah cashew milk or yeah okay cashews are grown they actually grow out of the bottom of a cashew apple i know do you? Did we talk about this before? No, no but okay, I just... because I didn't remember. I just recently watched a video of... Now, I forget where it was. I think it was in somewhere in South America, where they take the cashews off the tree, like on the apple, and they take away the cashew, but they still have the apple, and they make a an alcohol out of the yeah. cashew <laughs> apple, and it looked really interesting. I'm really interested in it. I forget what it was, but... Well, there goes a little bit of my research. <laughs> Thanks for doing that for me, Abe. <laughs> but yeah, it looked awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, I've always said my favorite foods are anything but made by a grandmother, and this alcohol is made by a family. They've been doing it for hundreds of years, and like... There's a matriarch of the family and the grandmother. She gets all the family together to help process all this, uh, um, the cashew apples. Yeah. So it was a pretty cool video. I I enjoyed it. So Now, for anyone interested, look up cashew apple. It looks almost like a big yellow pear. And then yeah. there's a cashew kind of at the bottom of it. And just looks like a like a big cashew. And they like it's in the shell. Yeah. Now... The shell can actually be used for things like paints, lubricants. It was made since World War II, used in arms prote- production, yeah. which is interesting. Now, the shell can cause contact dermatitis, kind of like poison ivy. So they're usually sold shelled. Okay, I so, don't think I've ever seen a cashew in the shell, except for when I looked at the picture of the cashew apple. And Yeah, wasn't there another nut that we talked about recently that was similar to that? I think there might be. Maybe it was pistachios when they're not cooked. Or oh, something? no, pistachios when they're not cooked, I think, can be poison. Not cooked, but when yeah. they're not ripened, can be poisonous, okay, maybe? Yeah. I, think I think that's, that's what you're thinking yeah. of. I do the research, I spout it out, and then I forget. So, <laughs> And I spottily remember. <laughs> yes. So we have two kinds, two cashew cheese blocks. C-H-E-E-Z-E is, you know, because it's not, because it's not actual yeah, it's not cheese. cheese but, yeah. yeah. They're called smooth and creamy, and we have the big smoke is the first one that we have tried. 
Now it use it says it's called applewood smoked, which is a mild and sweet, like produces a mild and sweet smoke. But they use mesquite powder, which is kind of stronger, so it's kind of interesting. Okay. But I'm not upset that they called it applewood smoke, just because there's other ingredients as well. Yeah, but it was really nice. It was. I, I really like it. Had a good smoke flavor to it. Yes, and. Yeah, I, I've been, as a disclaimer, I've been using these cheeses on wraps all week <laughs> for, mm-hmm. for the last little bit. I enjoyed this one with some eggs, mm. and yeah, it was really good in a wrap. Like, I used it almost like a spread yeah, instead of, like, blocks of cheese. It was a little more spreadable. I mean, it was, yeah. they're called smooth and creamy, yeah. so. And it, yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed it. It was a... Uh, I gotta I, say, I've had queso dip made with cashews before, yeah. and I really enjoyed that queso dip. Yeah. And I wasn't sure what to expect from these cheeses. And starting out with this one, I thought it was great, so I wasn't disappointed at all. My fear, because I remember, oh, I'd say about a dozen years ago now, we bought some soy cheese, and it smelled so bad I couldn't yeah. even try it. And I. Th- was afraid it would be like that, but it was delicious. So, <laughs> yeah, I think there's some great stuff that's coming along, like cashew cheeses are yeah, just amazing. So, and we'll talk more about the those after this break. So, this podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. And we're going to bring you an ad from our friends at Rumi. So, I'm just going to drop in that ad, and we'll get back to the episode. Hi there, I'm Brendan certified home inspector with Rumi. Do you have a problem that needs fixing? Whether it's big or small, inside or outside, let me help you find out what's really going on. You can call me by phone or we can take a look together over video chat. Visit rumi.ca, that's R-U-M-I dot C-A, and go to Ask a Home Inspector to book your appointment with me today. So the next... Um, smooth and creamy block we have is the meadow, which is herbs and garlic and flowers. It doesn't say flowers on it, but you can see the flowers. Mm-hmm. It was reminiscent of the goat cheese that has the flowers yeah, on I the didn't top. Think of that. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. So in it, there's calend- calendula and rose petals. Now, calendula are actually marigolds, which I didn't realize a lot of cal- about marigolds or calendula, but it can be a substitute for saffron due to its like bright yellow color, like just oh, okay. color. Yep, yep. And marigold actually refers to the Virgin Mary. So I feel like we were very pious this week. Mm-hmm. Now we've had rose stuff before, but I learned that the darker the flower is, the more pronounced flavor the rose had. Okay. Yeah, so in this cheese, oh, it was delicious. Well, the flowers were on the outside, not mixed through mm-hmm. in because it was mostly herbs and garlic, but I thought that made it look even more beautiful but gave it a bit of floral taste if you had the piece of yeah and we definitely we opened it up on the flower side so we Mm -hmm. could taste those flowers and they were good it was very fragrant it was nice it was smooth it was the herbs and garlic were nice yeah it was i'm trying to think like almost like borson yeah i I, yeah i could see that wrote down when we had them i haven't had it on anything yet else yet but i think it would go good on a charcuterie board Yes, yes. Like, M- like most cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But like maybe you stuff from the Better Butcher. I think that's the name of the place. Mm. Like some of those meats on a charcuterie board with some of these cheeses. The, was the Better Butcher the vegan meats we yes, had? Okay, yes. just I thought so. Because those, was a those while meats ago. were really good, and these cheeses were really good. So I feel like. And Ritz crackers are really good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like vegan products have really upped their game in yeah. the last 10 yes. years. Oh, yes. And same with gluten-free, but we'll just talk about vegan for now. But yeah, like you said, those meats, these cheeses. Like I said, about 12 years ago, I couldn't even smell that soy cheese without... I couldn't taste it. It smelled so bad. Yeah, and yeah. that's saying something I'm not that picky. I love soy milk, but I just couldn't even try the cheese. So this... I, yes, it was... was it was good. It was really good. Yeah. Spoiler alert, they're all really good. <laughs> <laughs> now, the next thing we had was garlic tzatziki. The word probably comes from the Persian wor- word zaz, Z-H-A-Z-H, which is kind of fun to see written out. But anyway, which refers to culinary herbs, herbs used in cooking. They're, uh, now, everything I have about tzatziki is probably, just so you know... <laughs> Probably developed to use up extra yogurt back in the day, and likely a variation of Indian raita that the Persians took back from India. So just another version. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of real, like, convincing evidence, but that's what I found that seemed the most probable. (laughs) Before we go on, I just want to make a statement. I've never thought of words and looked at them and think, Ooh, that looks like a fun word. (laughs) Well, you have been missing out, my friend. Um, I think that it's, there's a lot of words that are fun to say, but to see that spelled out, yeah. I'm also glad that we're just friends now. (laughs) Next you'll be pal, then you'll be my my acquaintance. Squire. (laughs) Yeah, so this was really good, really garlicky. I really like the way we had it. Lena made some falafels. Yep. So this tzatziki went really well with the falafels. So. Yeah, dipped it in. I thought about drizzling it, but then I was afraid because it was actually the first product we tried. And like I said, my fear because of the soy. <laughs> I didn't want the whole ru- meal ruined, but I went back for more tzatziki. So. Yeah, so did I. Like, <laughs> you made uh, tzatziki, you made pita. some pita, so it was a good meal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just a perfect combo compliment to it. Yeah, very garlicky. It was good. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. But by the sounds of the air horn, we're going to bring us uh, our bonus item, which has nothing to do with cheese at all. No, but also fun to say. (laughs) We have Tim Biebs. Apparently, we're not supposed to call them Bieber balls, but that's that's a better... (laughs) That's more fun to say. So... You had questions. So Justin Bieber collaborated with Tim Hortons to come up with his own flavor. And I guess he's always dreamed of collaborating. And I guess he's a big fan of Tim Hortons because you asked, like, why not Drake? Why Justin Bieber? I think because he might. I don't actually know tons about Justin Bieber, but I think he might have just kind of talked about Tim Hortons in the past. And it just seemed natural. And Timbits are his favorite. So we had chocolate white fudge sour cream chocolate chip and birthday cake waffle now they they had like crunchy stuff on the outside which i appreciate it they were a little messy but that shouldn't be a factor in how good something tastes <laughs> no they were That's all really rarely a factor on how were, something good tastes all really good fun timbits i'd say what do you think 
I thought they were all good too. Um, not that Timbits are ever not fun or like serious. Yeah. Uh, I thought that the uh, waffle one was the best. I enjoyed yeah. that the most. It was a little bit sweeter than the other ones. Um, yeah. I did. Now, the difference between just the chocolate white fudge just looked like a chocolate dipped Timbit. No, it didn't have the glaze on the outside, but it tasted more chocolatey. I was I was like, what makes this different until I tried it? And it was really chocolatey. Yeah. But I the sour cream chocolate chip was good as well, but I liked the birthday cake waffle the best too. I liked the little like crunchy waffle, I guess, on the outside. And just birthday cake flavor is a fun flavor of anything. <laughs> it turns out. Anything I've ever had it. And let's just put it that way. But good work, Justin Bieber. Maybe you can be. <laughs> Maybe you should collaborate with Tim Hortons more often. You can be a menu consultant. I was just going to say Justin Bieber, Timbit chef. <laughs> he could be. I mean, these flavors are good. Yeah, they were. We went uh, and specifically bought Timbits for that reason. <laughs> so yeah. So I wasn't disappointed. How long are they going to be gone for? I don't know. And some places are selling merchandise and there's some sort of... Yeah, uh, so you can get fanny packs and hats and something else. And there's some sort of contest at participating Tim Hortons till December 28th, I think, to meet Justin Bieber or something or to go see him oh, in concert. Okay. I, I, I forget because I was looking how long they're going to be here for and I'm not sure. I just found out when their contest was. So I don't know if once the contest over is over they're gone but okay drake bits next the weekend mess all podcast bits yes that's a good idea we come up with some great flavors i think we like garlic garlic tzatziki (laughs) i think if we came up with some i'd probably come up with sweet ones and you'd come up with some savory ones no i'd have a mix but anyway (laughs) now we have the cream cheese and we have two so we'll start with the chives and garlic so cream cheese is made by coagulating milk with lactic acid and this actually has bacteria bacteria cultures in it these cheeses and chives i learned is are part of the lily family but i want to talk about nutritional yeast dave Good, because I know you do like it. So. I do. It's full of B vitamins. Have we had something new, nutritional yeast on here? On the podcast? Maybe the queso dip, I think. Yeah, but anyway, I don't. If for anyone who hasn't had it, it's delicious. So it tastes kind of like Parmesan cheese in a can. I'd say it has that kind of, which is why it's mm-hmm. in this cheese, to make it kind of cheesy. So people actually used to eat baker's yeast back in the 1920s fleischmann's would sell yeast cakes door to door and they recommended mashing some of the yeast cake in a glass of milk water or tomato juice or even orange juice and then they started fortifying the yeast and said it was healthier for you and that they said like healthier for your gut than fruit and veg and cure acne and cure the common cold and good for constipation. And then they were like, no, you can't just make these claims. But anyway, (laughs) that and then like hippies really like loved this nutritional yeast and all these ideas. It was part of the culture. And they thought, well, we've had our moment. And then a couple of years ago when like vegans there became more vegans and stuff, nutritional yeast had a little boost again. I don't know about you. I've seen, you've worked with cakes of yeast, like fresh yeast, yeah, right? Yeah. Never have I thought, do I just want to eat this or mash no, it in something? No. Never, ever. <laughs> and I still don't want it. It doesn't smell, though. No. Unless you enjoy that yeasty, beery smell, but 
It's nothing that I thought I would ever just eat. Yeah, but this yeast is a bit different nutritional yeast, and I like it on popcorn. But anyway, and apparently I like it in chive and garlic cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked this cream cheese. It was, yeah, would have been good on a Tim Hortons bagel, which is when I <laughs> used to eat the most cream cheese when I ate those a lot. Again, I had it on wraps. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it on a ham wrap, probably not uh, what it was intended probably not with, for. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, you're still cutting your, you're increasing your plant-based and cutting, yeah, yeah. being more sustainable. So, But yeah, I thought it was good. The All the flavors went well together. I think it might be good as a dip too. Mm, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like chip with dip chips, almost. Yeah. Yeah. The, I saved my favorite for last. <laughs> and I thought this might be my least favorite, but dill and truffle cream cheese. So I didn't even look into this too much because I found some interesting facts and I'm just like, I'm just going to throw them out there. One website that said that dill is related to celery. One said to carrots. One said close to fennel. <laughs> I didn't want to find <laughs> out the truth. It's just a, it's a related to everything. <laughs> and the word dill comes from the Norwegian word dilla, which means to soothe, because people used to have dill to kind of soothe their stomach. Okay. Now, truffle, I guess dogs are, everyone knows that, well, most people know that pigs are used to hunt truffles, right? But now it's mostly dogs, because dogs will do it just for the good boy and maybe a little treat. The pigs will eat the truffles. Mm-hmm. They won't, but dogs will kind of likely, the story I read that they'll give up a truffle for like a crust of bread. And I could see that. Our dog loves bread. He loves to steal it. So <laughs> does he ever? Um, There are certain spots that may, that will keep producing truffles and families, generations pass them down like year after year, some up to like 2000 years. So yeah. And now. It's in Dylan truffle cream cheese. <laughs> I, when I had this, I was I wasn't expecting too much from it because I'm not a huge dill fan. Mm-hmm. But I liked it more than I thought I did. Yeah, and I'm not a huge truffle fan, and I liked it more than I thought I did. The combination was interesting because they're both very strong flavors. Mm-hmm. So to put them together intrigued me, and it it worked out. It was a good balance of both so yeah i'd say it was my up there with the tzatziki it was my favorite of the product yeah but um let's take a quick ad and we'll do do a recap so this week's podcast shout out is going to it's a conspiracy Uh, awesome podcast on the podcast network andrew Mm -hmm. has been on this podcast a long time ago but i want to play a little ad from them and we'll get back into the episode It's a conspiracy! Alright. It's a Conspiracy is the podcast where we lay out the beliefs behind selected conspiracy theories, alternative accounts, legends, myths, and more. We do our best to present these without coloring them with our opinion until the end, where we let our feelings fly. We also do beer reviews, chat about geek culture, and whatever else strikes our fancy. Good times. And... We're a part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. So I already started talking about my favorites. So I told everyone, you want to chime in on that, Dave? I I thought the apple smoke was my favorite so far. I'm looking forward to experimenting with some of of them. I want to see where I can fit in the... uh, the flowery one a little bit more, and mm-hmm. like I can easily mix any of them in the pasta, but I don't think the flowery one would be a, a good pasta one. 
Like it would be maybe, but I think it needs a, something more. We have black pepper tr- um, triscuits in there. Ooh. I think that would be good. That would be good. Yeah. Um, and we already have it, so. Yeah, but I think uh, they'd all have their own little niches of what they'd go well with. Poppy like, seed bagel? Yeah. I, oh, maybe we should get some bagels. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it be bagels or a pasta or even a... Oh, you know what I did? I used the chive, the herb chive one, in a potato salad. Oh, so that, that was good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm just looking for ways to see what way they are best. And I could almost see the dill one, like dill and pasta salad is, or even yeah. the tzatziki might be make a good like tzatziki potato salad. Oh, maybe we should get some uh, cucumbers. I was thinking squid tubes. Calamari? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Um yeah, we don't actually eat a lot of bagels with cream cheese, so we but we often have cream cheese in the house yeah. to use yeah. for pasta, for pa- like sauces, crumbled on top of pasta, like on top Ooh, of uh yeah. lasagna. Yeah. It, it bakes really nicely just kind of like pieces. Avery started doing that yeah. and now. I do that on top of things. So yeah, I'm Pleasant, no, I'm more than pleasantly surprised. I'm really surprised. I really like how bold the flavors were. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't feel it had to be, like, I didn't feel it was hiding something so it had bold flavors, if that makes sense. It like, does. I, I know exactly what you're saying. It's not trying to overpower a gross flavor of cashew cheese. It really complements everything well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe we'll head to the amaranth foods and get some kind of meat and like from the better butcher and yeah we'll go from there so that's part of what we have been eating what else have you had to eat lately Eve? oh i've been home for the last two weeks i'm still recovering and sometimes i slur my speech here because my mouth is still because he's no i can't (laughs) even say you're a recovering alcoholic don't put that in but i made Pork cheddar. Cookies galore. Oh, yeah. I made a ton of chocolate chip cookies. I probably made about five dozen chocolate chip cookies with different chips in them. I used butterscotch chips, and I used dark chocolate chips, and I used milk chocolate chips, and then I made a combination of them, and yeah, and then I made spider cookies. I think I'm going to try to make 24-hour bread tomorrow or no-need mm, bread. Nice. To go with, and I cut you off there, the porchetta that you made tonight. Yeah, that was, well, I won't go with that because that'll no, probably be gone. That'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> I made some pasta the other day. Oh, with the, I don't even know what you <laughs> call that pasta, but it looks like a long strand of spiral perm, permed hair. <laughs> and I know because in cosmo, cosmetology this week, they were doing spiral perms. And I, I told the kid, I'm like, we had pasta like that last night. And they didn't care. We'll call it permalini. <laughs> Sounds kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been just making a whole bunch of homemade meals because I've been home and Lena hasn't cooked at all, I don't think. <laughs> and that's what I've been eating is what he made. I mean, I made pizza. I always do on Friday. Yeah, we ate it yeah. Saturday this week. Oh, we went out on Friday. Friday, night, yeah. Which we was, steak dinner. Yeah, we didn't. We don't go out too often in the evenings for supper without our child. But yeah, we went to the Cactus Club. It was a good meal. It was... It was a classic. We didn't, they have more than just steak, but we just both went for steak. Mine, I had steak with mashed potatoes and asparagus and everything was cooked perfectly. And you had the steak frites with fries and Caesar salad. salad. They had fried capers on there, which was good. Mm. The Caesar salad had like a nice anchovy flavor. 
Okay. Nice. So yeah, it was it was good. It was a really nice meal. Yeah, but had a mocktail. Yeah, your mocktail was. I had a sip of it. It was pretty good. I had a. Yeah, it was a hibiscus or something. Yeah, hibiscus. I forget you ordered yeah. it. I had a an old fashioned whiskey sour. No, just it's called a whiskey sour, and it was really good. I don't think it's called. I think oh, I'm mixing up an old fashioned and a whiskey sour. Nice. But yeah, so we've been eating. Well, we've been eating. <laughs> we've had some good different a lot, meals. A lot of homemade meals. So yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I want to give a shout out too, because we just, uh, Canadian won an award. Uh, well, I guess we didn't win an award. Whatever. But Canadian Podcast Awards just announced that we are the podcast of the week. So that's an award, right? Yeah. Well, or it's a reward. It was pretty awesome. I, I like getting shout outs like that. Yeah. So thanks to Canadian Podcast Awards for, um, giving us that little recognition. I think that's pretty awesome. So yeah, I, it's nice to be recognized. It's nice to, yeah. someone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks to all of our listeners. And yeah, um, next yeah. week I think we have a Christmas, Christmas. episode. Yeah, I'm going to put on my bells. You'll hear some jingling in the back. I don't have any bells. You probably won't. <laughs> all right, well, thanks and keep on eating. Keep on eating. <laughs>